I'm Ben Klunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. In 2019, we started this podcast as an accountability tool for our health and our business goals. Through our discussions, interviews, and sharing of our successes and difficulties, we've learned we have a passion for leadership. In 2020, we're striving to grow our own leadership abilities by focusing on learning from great leaders in business and life and continue to share our successes and struggles on this journey. We'll continue to have raw and candid conversations while sharing our own insights and experiences with our goal being to grow as leaders and as people. You're You're listening listening to Ordinary to Extraordinary. <laughs> I know at this point. I just assume if there's a mic in front of me that you're recording. So, hey, I welcome my coffee. to... I was, I was going to welcome everybody, I'm do but my clearly you've button. got more to say. Well, not necessarily more, but better. <laughs> I mean, you definitely have more to say. That's, that's very presumptuous of you. And egotistical. Just factual. Just okay, factual. There you go, more ego. Welcome to 2020, everyone. Yeah. By the time this releases, so it's the 30th of December today, but by the time you guys listen to this, it's going to be the 6th of January, 2020. Three days after my birthday. That's 20 years after the millennium. You remember 99? Y2K. Yeah, everybody. We I talked told, about I this. I told you yeah. my story. Yeah, well, I already yeah. told everybody about that, didn't I? Yep. Not Y2K compliance. He's like an old man who goes around telling people the same stories. Did I tell you my story, son? Yes, Grandpa. Yes, 5,000 times. Yes, you told me it. You said you were in a funk today, and now it doesn't seem like you're in a funk today. You're all goofy. Is that your funk? <laughs> that could be you're, a funk. You're goofy? You're goofy. All right. We are in 2020, I guess. We're broadcasting into 2020 from 2019. Like back to the future stuff. Damn. Yeah, I can freaking break out the DeLorean here. Yeah, I wish I had a time machine. There's a lot of cool things you could do with a time machine. Yeah. So let's frame this a little bit. I'll start. You can jump in as and when to correct me like you always do. Oh, and you like you always start? What's that? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> I'm just saying you, you you correct me on the fly and I don't mind that. It's okay. No, Every you don't. You don't mind that. I don't. Um, okay, how, keep going. How was your coffee? It's good. You're going to hear us slurping in the background. He's got tea. I've got coffee. Yeah, go figure. So this is actually, we should have a new intro. We will to have this. a new We intro. will have a new intro. But for those that are for some reason just tuning into it, since it's like a new year, I'm Ben Clunt, and this is my Scottish friend, Stephen Brown, on the other side of the mic. We We're are friends. two entrepreneurial professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Just go straight into the old intro. Do you think, uh, you, could, do you, think you could do it? Because we, we recorded sure. that a year ago. Do you think you could say it? Uh, no. Okay, me either. <laughs> Not perfectly. I don't listen to it anymore. I just, I've got it skip, saved and yeah. cut skip, it and skip. it in. And, um, we are two entrepreneurial professionals based yeah, so in Spokane, Washington. We're going to go on a different journey, a much different journey, a much more focused journey, I think. Very so focused. Last year was literally a quest to get our business and our health in the best shape of our adult lives. And I think both of us achieved it. Yep. Um, and we realized that that was a bit of a finite goal. So... What we want to do this year is just focus on leadership and some additional topics. Mm-hmm. And the main additional topic we want to jump into is mental health. 
and today we're going to do our best to talk about mental health and I'll throw a disclaimer out there and just say that we have zero qualifications to be medical doctors or clinical psychologists or whatever we've done a lot of reading any advice we give is not medical advice and do not take it to that's the like and do your not medical it. disclaimer um yeah it's, i guess know, the other thing that i was thinking about this is so it's like we're giving advice you know or advice or not even advice i wouldn't say we're giving information which also doesn't mean that we're like in the position to even necessarily give information all the time or advice so don't think that we're coming from a spot of like we know this so we're telling you because it's a lot of the time we're looking at this stuff because it's something that we're struggling with or uh just came to a realization around or know someone that was struggling with it and came to a realization around or is an expert in it right uh that we interview so yeah please don't think that we think that we're perfect because we know we're far from it far 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 from it (laughs) In fact, I'm quick to tell people that I'm a highly flawed individual. Highly flawed. Yeah. Both of us. But working yeah. on it. <laughs> Both of us. Every day is a quest, right? Continual progress. So but, let's, can we start with a stigma? I think mental yeah. health has a hell of a stigma, right? And it also has a lot of misinterpretations and misunderstandings and that mental illness, and you, I know you want to address this and have something that you looked up, uh, mental health and mental illness are connected but are not the same thing Mm -hmm. mental illness is conditions like schizophrenia psychosis and many many others and that although it's kind of lumped into the mental health category mental health is way 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 beyond that mental health is daily and spiritual wellness and it's something that we don't want to talk about because quite often people want to tell us well you're just having a bad day but it can be more than that i was going to say and the reason, so precursor to what you just jumped into, though, is I think the reason why we're kicking it off with this in particular is, one, we're in a season where it's really dark and gloomy. So people are affected by seasonal affective disorder and uh, just an overall like, oh, my gosh, it's dark at four o'clock. I feel like it's 930 and I should be thinking about bedtime. Steven saw something on his phone that looks really important. His eyes just got like owl sized eyes going on here. Might have to pause it while I ask him what this is. But and then. <laughs> But what I was going to say is like mental health really is the foundation when you th- when I, I was thinking about this a little bit. Okay. So bear with me. Mental health is like the foundation for everything, be it physical health. Uh, I mean, relational health, keep going down the line, whatever, everything seems to life. Like if you're not mentally healthy or you're mentally struggling, it seems to permeate every other area of your life in a positive or negative way depending on your mental state right now right Mm -hmm. and so just like physical health can ebb and flow mental health will ebb and flow as well you know people's weight ebbs and flows so will your mental state and it's going to depend on how you're uh you know the the life where you're currently at in life too and, and what your hopes and dreams and goals and relationships and yada 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 are so but as far as uh Stephen, you know, kind of said the difference between mental health and mental illness. Again, so we looked at the WHO website. Some common disorders for mental illness, uh, anxiety disorders, mood disorders, schizophrenia, like you said, and those being the most common ones, phobias, OCD, PTSD. But mental health is one of those things that, just like physical health, I did my pause that Steven's going to have to edit out, which he loves doing, but now that I've acknowledged it, so I might not even edit it out because now I'm rambling on about it, is (laughs) 
Oh, geez. It's going to be one of those years, isn't it? <sighs> is something that is continually worked on, right? I think it's the interesting part when I think about this, right? Because I know you've talked about last year, 2019, this podcast was a big mental health exercise for you. Huge mental health exercise for me. So it's interesting that I think it's like, so you grew from a mental health standpoint last year in 2019 a lot. Yeah, there was growth there from a mental health standpoint, but there was also really dark times and things that I had to address. 100%. That's that roller coaster. That's the physical health, the ebbs and flow, right? Yeah. And, you know, at this time, I mean, I've gone through some things now that had I not, and not just what I'd gone through last year, but the things that you've been through your entire life, like the experiences and how you deal with things and how to, we won't say distract, but sort of uh, do different things and how you apply physical action as opposed to staying in that that mental stew, if you like, and just beating yourself up. Um, And I think I I talked about addressing the stigma, and I want to jump back into that a little bit. I think often when you say mental health, people assume that they're mentally strong, which is great. I Mm -hmm. think it's good to have the belief that you're mentally strong. I will go on the record now and say, well, I've never been to a therapist I've been depressed. I know I've had depression. I know I've had seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. I know that there's been times where I have been in really dark places and not had the tools to deal with things. And yeah, I mean, mental health is something that we don't want to talk about. So the stigma has to be that it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to address it. And it's okay to reach out for help. Yeah. And when that happens, you need to make sure there's people in your life or people at work or people that you can lean on and say, hey, I'm not in a good place. I just need to talk. I'll say, I think the other point to that is when you do feel like that, because it does ebb and flow, right? It's Mm -hmm. like we were just talking about, like you've had your highs and your lows. And I mean, I have as well. Uh, I mean, I feel like every time this year I get seasonal affective disorder. Like I am like, I feel like I weigh a hundred pounds more than I actually do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I told my wife the other day, I'm like, I can't, I mean, I could just continue to sleep. Like, I can't get enough sleep this time of year. Like, my body... Oops, sorry, that's my watch. I always do this. It's the ring, it's the watch, something's hitting the table. But it's like my body cannot wake up rested. And it's... I mean, I just... It's sluggish, I guess, is the best word for it this time of year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a symptom, right? It's funny that you brought that up because the notes I've made... And Mm. I made extensive notes for this one, and we never script. So this is not scripted. Yeah. But this was something that I think both of us kind of said, hey, if we're going to talk about this, one, it has to be serious. But two, it has to be as factual as it can be because we don't want to just be putting, you know, bad information out there. So what I did was I looked up um, seasonal or non-seasonal depression. Yeah. And the, uh, the symptoms and things to look for. And we talked about having the removing the stigma and reaching out but I think there's also an element there that you just have to be aware of the people around you and look for the things that you know is somebody showing up 10 minutes later because they're not dragging themselves out of bed every morning is somebody not doing the things that they normally do just little Mm -hmm. behavioral changes so the the way I've got this is it's been um sort of split up into different characters or characteristics so for instance mood are you seeing somebody being more anxious? Are you seeing more apathy? Are you seeing general discontent, guilt, mm. hopelessness, loss of interest or pleasure in activities that they not? So that's the thing. Like, are they not going to the gym? Are they not playing in their sports league? Are they not 
coming and watching football? Are they not doing their art projects? And then mood swings or sadness because it really can be that they seem happy at 9am and then at 10am they're literally disgusted with themselves and everything they're doing. And so there's a lot of different moods that you can you need to pick up on and it's okay to say, hey, are you okay? And it's okay to say, I'm not okay. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay, right? Yeah. That's on the mood side. From a behavioural standpoint, you might see extra agitation. You might notice that somebody's been crying. You might see that they've got bloodshot eyes and things like that. Now, the cold can... People get sick as well, so it's one of those things you don't want to be just pestering somebody, right? Irritability, restlessness, social isolation, that's a big one. And I have to admit, I'm guilty of it. A lot of times when things aren't great for me, I want to sort of take myself away from, from friends and family and everything. Sleep, we talked about it. Waking up super early in the middle of the night, you know, we call it the, the mm-hmm. witching hour. Whether it's two o'clock, three o'clock, but you're awake at that time. Or is it by, you know, I wake up early, but it's by choice. Excess sleepiness, insomnia, restless <laughs> sleep, where you sleep, feel like you're sleeping for 10 or 12 hours, but you still wake up exhausted. That's yeah. another symptom. Yeah. Hunger, fatigue, loss of appetite, those things are all connected. I, th- I think you heard me say it, and I, and I, this mental health one was a little sub thing that I had kind of asked that we put on initially at least mm-hmm. and uh, you were all for it and uh, I lost my train of thought oh my god it's that seasonal affective disorder man oh see god. you start losing your mind we gotta go to the sunshine and record that's what we gotta do we'll go down to Laguna and record I try to take you to Laguna to see Simon Sinek you said you can't do it oh, yeah well that happens um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more to come <laughs> on that front but uh here, take it. We'll cut this so out. So, I'll, yeah, I'll continue with these and hopefully you get your thought back as you're looking at your notes. Hunger, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Again, if people's eating changes, maybe they're trying to make a positive change, but be aware of it. So, we see weight gain and things like that when people comfort eat. And again, this is, I, I can actually relate to this on two levels because we joke about my cheeseburger thing. Cheeseburgers are part of my negative cycle in mental health and part of my positive cycle in mental health yeah. when everything's great I'm going and I'm eating a cheeseburger I'm with my friends when everything's bad I do I comfort eat I have no shame in saying it I'll go to the closest fast food joint I'll pick something up I'll eat it I'll feel guilty I'll hide it go straight to the, 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 the trash can outside and make sure nobody knows that I had it and you know be aware of that and you know if somebody's gaining weight obviously that's a sensitive thing but all of these other things you can try and there's usually more than one factor right so if they're gaining weight and they're showing up late and it looks like they're exhausted that's when you have a discussion and say hey look how can we help and yeah know, and, and they might not want to talk so you have to be aware of that too well and that's that isolation thing you were talking about right especially it's i mean when it's a seasonal thing mm-hmm. you're like oh, i'll just you know grit get through it and it'll eventually come around and the sunshine will come out both literally and figuratively yeah. and, and I think we'll be okay most people if you go and say hey are you okay are you feeling happy and most people their default is oh yeah I'm great and they know they don't want to talk about it but it's just that finding a, a nice way to dig a little deeper well that but also just I think when you do something like that and you've given somebody an opportunity that they might be like oh wow I didn't like realize that it was that outwardly obvious mm-hmm 
you know, and it gives them a chance in a way to almost just start healing, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. to be like, oh, wow, people are noticing the fact that I'm a little tired and down or whatever it might be, whatever, you know, emotion you're eliciting or soliciting. Wait, what? No. Eliciting. Eliciting. Thank you. God. These words in my mouth work and no, not working. Sorry. I'll make sure you Americans speak good English <laughs> at some point. <laughs> freaking Scottish people. Um, it's not my fault that your vocabulary but is lacking. What I was going to say, as far as I, I know, it's like we go to, you can go talk to somebody about it, right? You can go to a, a psychologist or therapist or whatever, or you can get treatment. It seems like everybody wants to prescribe medication now because they're sad or something like that, too. But I was going to say, as far as some of the things I think that help, and we can get back into working through it, and we, maybe we would just talk on this, I don't know. But as far as some of the things that help, it's like we talked about it last year, like physical health, right? It's funny how much your physical health and your mental health are tied together and how you can just feel a little sluggish when you're, mm-hmm. you know, overweight. Yeah. So really funny, again... Positive chemical things in the brain, right? All that yeah. stuff. Yeah. You've managed to do it. The next notes I had, <laughs> ways to deal. I just you set know. Steven up, put the ball on the tee for him, and then he goes up there and hits a home run, and it, he it, gets all the glory. And I, yeah. It just never really ceases to amaze me that we don't plan on these together. We come up with a topic, mm-hmm. you, you make your notes, I make my notes, and somehow, as we discuss things, you just find a way to link in what, or I find a way, and I'm talking, and you're giggling, like, oh, I was going to say the same thing, type yeah. thing. Where I would go is, I think it's easy to take a pill. Mm-hmm. I think the pills are for mental illness. They're not for mental health. And I think that so... I guess know, it depends on the pill and it depends on the chemical yeah. imbalance, right? I mean... Well, you know my aversion to, most of the, to most medication. Of I try and avoid it almost. And I'm not talking... I'm not anti-vax, so if you, if you think that, you're way off. Um, but I try and avoid any time I can medication for anything that is not life-threatening. So I don't want to take something that's going to make me happy when I'm not actually happy you know I'm, mm-hmm. I, I want to address the issue and what I've got here and I wrote this and I don't normally read verbatim from what I've wrote yeah but the best way to deal is by looking at your habitual actions daily you talked about exercise sleep purpose what's your purpose every day can, yep. you, can, you, can you then take your purpose and set goals small goals medium goals large goals can you set goals that I think, don't set you up for failure? So you're talking, and, and I wrote down meditation, kind of. I've got that as my last thing. It's Meditate, like, reflect, and discuss. Yeah, because I think and it's not meditation, the fact like sitting there going, hum, legs crossed type thing, you know, weird mm-hmm. meditation in the traditional sense, but even just taking a couple minutes out of your day, because I was thinking about this for myself, right? Sometimes it's like you work, something that might be small grows into something mentally that is bigger than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe a little context, yeah. Think about it. Think about context. Taking some time to think about where you're actually at. Because, I, again, I struggle with this. I feel like I should be further along in life, I guess, than I actually am. <laughs> Which I know a lot of people laugh at. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting See, here yeah. laughing at it. Yeah. A 30-year-old that owns his house, has a, accumulated a fair amount of wealth, beautiful yeah. wife, yeah. a kid. Yeah. So, <laughs> but... I mean, so it's like you feel, though. And so sometimes you need to stop, and people in the office will remind me, too. It's like, dude, like, you're light years ahead of most people. But it's like comparison, right? Mm-hmm. So remove the comparison and put your, put it in context of where you 
came from and what you're doing now. And, and I mean, sometimes you just need to stop and, and myself included, think about where you're at and what you have. Yeah. So I have a few more ways to deal with these negatives. But before we do, I want to come back to meditate and reflect. So I <clears throat> yeah. meditate, reflect, and discuss. Yeah. And the way... So I, I'm really into the Wim Hof stuff. You know this. Haven't had a warm shower in a long time. Everything's cold and you regulate your breathing. I think meditation and breathing go hand in hand. And the way I tell people to meditate isn't with their palms up and their legs crossed and candles lit and all that. You can do all that if you want. But a lot of people can't meditate because they've never really found a way to do it. Because mm-hmm. the whole purpose of meditation is to clear your mind. And the way you do it is you focus on something that you're doing as you're meditating. The simplest way is to focus on breathing in and breathing out. So if you just literally go in, and this is in your head, you're going in, out, in, out. You do that in your head as you're taking those nice big deep breaths, like everything else is forgotten about. And then you're only focused on your breathing. On your breathing, yeah. And then eventually the breathing becomes that you don't have to think about the in and the outs. And before you know it, your mind's clear. Well, I mean, get on YouTube. You can find guided meditation sessions mm-hmm. a lot of the time, you know, that are two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, and whatever it is. Yeah. So. Now, can I sit and do that for an hour at a time like some people do? No. It has it, it has to work for you. Five minutes. If you could do it for five minutes, I think, is pretty spectacular, too. And this isn't something, maybe this is something we start to implement, right? Mm-hmm. Is the, uh, is meditation. Maybe you and I both start saying, we're going to, yeah. you know, meditate for five minutes a day. But the, the reflect and the discuss part, I think, is important as well. There has to be that self-reflection, and that leads to gratitude. You know, mm-hmm. thoughts, feelings, and gratitude. Journal. You know, lots yeah, of people don't yeah. journal, and a little bit of journaling can really give you insight. Imagine this, right? And I'm not suggesting that you do a, people call them a new year, new me stuff, or you know, what's your New Year's resolution? Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in resolutions per se. I believe, I believe in making positive changes. When you do it, doesn't matter. If you're waiting to do it until the 1st of January, why not start it today? But imagine you had a book where we talked about this at Thanksgiving. You wrote down something you were grateful for, the way you were feeling, and what you were thinking about most of the day. If you did that every day for 365 days, wouldn't that be fun to read back to yourself? and see what you've done, what you've achieved, what you were grateful for at any given time. And negatives as well. What negative things were you feeling and how did you overcome them? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a great way to reflect. Here's a big one. What are you watching and what are you listening to? Right. So when you're on your own, and it doesn't matter if it's listening or, to music. Or what social media you're on. Yeah, what you're searching YouTube for mm-hmm. and yep, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. and But what are you doing... And how is that affecting your your thought? Are you focused on politics every day? Because guess what? As far as I'm concerned, that's your number one route to being depressed one way or the other. Politics? Yeah, politics. Yeah. Forget politicians. <laughs> they can't do anything for you. When have they ever done anything for you? <laughs> so, Here we go. Opinion. I apologize, but they don't get any of my success. Like we said, we're not perfect people. Because when, when things are screwed up, they don't want any of that. So if they don't want any part of the bad, they get no part of the good. I'll be successful with or without them. But to, to get back on track, <laughs> um, replace it. So are you listening to a podcast or an audiobook from someone who is able to give you insight into how they got through bad times? Mm-hmm. Give you positive stories, uplifting. Maybe listening to death metal isn't the way to go if you're trying to get your mind straight to yeah. some being a happy place and I, 
I like death metal. I'm not ripping on it. I'm just saying that what you listen to, what you're maybe watching, you need a good country song. You know, are you watching shows that perpetuate how terrible a world we live in versus being grateful mm-hmm. for what we do have? So I think there's. I, I don't believe that video games are making killers or anything like that but I do believe that what you watch and what you listen to is important and how you look at life yeah and I mean I don't know if I would say they're making kill, you know quote unquote did my air quotes back here killers but it's like they're definitely perpetuating uh, a thought process right mm-hmm. which contributes to again the mental illness side I'll say not mental I mean negative mental health but also mental illness some of these video games and along with social media, I mean, people who spend, I think there was even a study done, like if you spend more time on social media, it's actually attributed to higher depression levels too, which is a, a negative state in your mental health, right? Not, not great to be depressed. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that comes back to the comparison thing too. It's like we could probably do an entire one of these on social media alone. I'm just even smiling over here because it's like, it's, I mean, it is, what was the comparison is the thief of joy right and what do we do on social media every day like you go and compare like wow look at that you got a new car oh they're on vacation again so i mean i bet you there's a correlation between how much time you spend on social media be it any social media source probably Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why my millennials have higher depression levels than most as well yeah i would say that there's obviously a differentiation between being on social media when you're pushing products and, and work and things like that versus literally just scrolling aimlessly on yeah I'm talking social yeah, yeah. yeah. purely social not from a business standpoint because mm-hmm. as I'm I mean I spend a ton of time on social media but a lot of it's O2E journey and yeah. you know trying to find things and push things and you know create content which in 2019 we fell away from second half and we're going to be much better in 2020 Ben's cringing on the inside whether he's doing it outwardly because he hates social media or any kind of hey, I, I just don't do like selfies me, I just, every time this. I think I'm like you're so vain you probably think the song is Owen. about you you're so vain Ooh, look at you go um, anyway so don't you don't you okay. yeah, social media is yeah. terrible for, for that you know you probably want to and this is where people think if they're not on social media they're being reclusive or they're being isol- isolating themselves and it's like nah Guess what? There's no, You're not there's out, nothing right? to cure a bad mood, a bad day, or any kind of mental woe, like surrounding yourself with real human beings that you can spend time with and have fun with. Yeah, laugh. Yeah. God, if, uh, that's the thing. It's like, would I laugh more? Oh. God, if you laugh more, I think your mental state is you're healthier as soon as you laugh. Speaking of laughing more, went to see Dan <laughs> Cummins at the comedy club oh, last week. Sidebar, here we go. And it was. He was good. Was he? He was very good. We had Dan and Lindsay on his... I saw him and Lindsay posting pictures on there. Of <laughs> yeah. Adrian wanted to do some sorority girl pose, so we did it. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was There's that to, social media you were talking about? Good to um, catch up with uh, Dan and Lindsay a little bit. Both of them were, you know... Was she on stage too? Did she no, come Lindsay up? No, Lindsay was at, at the end. So it's really cool at the Spokane... I guess at most comedy clubs you can meet them and take pictures and... She was selling merchandise and she ran around the table, gave me a hug and was just happy to see us. It was really nice. Oh, fine. Cool. Um, so, and then he was super, like, and other people wanted to talk to them. So I felt bad because I'm like, again, not braggy, but I can, we can call him and, you know, yeah, have, I don't need to steal other people's time with him. So, yeah, it was, it was cool. We, I enjoyed it. He is a, 
very dark sense of humour similar to me the, <laughs> the, the, the difference is I usually repress it and don't get to say those things out loud and he makes a living from it you could do that too Stephen yeah I don't know that my mother would appreciate that <laughs> But he, I wonder he, if his mom does. He talked about that actually. He Did talked he? about his mom not really understanding how he makes money. <laughs> That's like um, the my wife and I are watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel on uh, I think it was on Prime or something like that. Yeah, that's Have the lady comedian. That? Yeah, that's one, a lady right? comedian from. It, it's actually it pretty well done. Yeah, yeah. and her, same with her parents. Like, I don't understand. It's like you're a prostitute. <laughs> you're just out there for laughs and. Her parents just don't get it, and her mom goes to one of the shows and has like six martinis and passes out there. Well, I, but, I would say I've gotten exceptionally good at not saying the things that come into my head out loud, except when I'm in the right company. <laughs> <laughs> or behind a microphone. No, no actually, this is I got, You want to hear something? I do. So we're going into the year 2020, right? Yep. This is kind of a dad joke, and I can't remember the punchline, so it's going to fail even worse. <laughs> but it's the year of perfect vision. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like to be a leader, you really have to be vulnerable at times too, right? It's like, and I think that vulnerability allows you to be more relatable. Mm-hmm. Are we recording again? We are recording okay, again. Okay, good. Just making sure we actually got that. I was like, oh. I didn't get it all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just started gibbering. I was like, oh, I guess I should record again. <laughs> But but we got the majority of it. Yeah, the leadership part of it too, right? And so yeah. going into leadership and talking about sometimes being the leader means not always getting to do the glamorous things too, right? It's like depression, anxiety, these kind of things that are seen as negative mental health. You know, you can have positive mental health and maybe we can talk about some of that from some of the things that attribute to positive mental health, which we alluded yeah. to a little bit yeah. in terms of meditation all that. But I think being a leader means, you know, acknowledging those in your office that might be struggling negatively mm-hmm. or positively even I mean not necessarily talking but they seem to be in a positive place right now but like man you just really seem in a good like you're just really in a good mental spot right now like what's up what's going on and see if it's something that maybe they can share and develop their leadership skills mm-hmm. and some of their thoughts into their teammates too well I think it's important and I feel like I always get to be the asshole <laughs> I think it's important get? sometimes to realize that you had a bad day. Your life isn't crumbling. Yeah. You have way more good. So let's say context, right? Yeah. Everything has to be in context. So you know what? Yeah. Mental health is really important, but you don't get to use mental health or the stigma with mental health to treat people badly or be lazy mm-hmm. or, you know, and you have to be careful that you're aware of what people have going on, but at the same time, be prepared to, I think, call them out and say hey no you just straight up need to pull your head out your ass and do that's actually that was a that's a good really good point because i had uh and i I guess i maybe i wrote it down on another piece of paper was you need to know the difference between having negative mental health and struggles Mm -hmm. because struggles and overcoming struggles and obstacles are the things that make you successful right and mentally healthy and mentally healthy when you overcome them and sometimes, even in the struggles, you need a little help to get through them, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, but overcoming those struggles, so every time you hit a struggle, that's not that you're necessarily mentally unhealthy or that you need psychiatric help or medication or something. Sometimes, to your point, Stephen, it's that you're just having a bad day. It's that you're in a week, a month, or whatever of your career, your marriage, your relationship with your children that is a rough spot, which again, like we said, mental health ebbs and flows. 
and so does so does your work career so do your relationships so it's like it's a period of time that you need to persist through and realize that it's just that it's a period of time so back to that context put it in context realizing that this is a struggle this is a period of time that we need to get through i'll let you talk in a second i was just thinking it was when when uh we first had weston i remember it was the first four months were absolute hell <laughs> of having a child because you're you're not having sex anymore because you can't and then you're not sleeping and you're dealing with poopy diapers and you can't go out anymore and somebody's <laughs> taking all your money away from you now this little child and all of your t- attention from everybody and so uh we just had to remind ourselves like like this is a period everything is a phase and everything is a period of time that goes by and you got to learn to find some of the things that are enjoyable in the moment and, and focus on those more so than the struggles always too. Mm-hmm. So that was my little tangent thing there. No, I like that. I like that, you know, again, if this comes across as me being an ass, I apologize. I just think there's a huge differentiation between poor mental health and poor attitude. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just an attitude adjustment. And mm-hmm. the easiest way to do that is to start giving thanks for what you do have. Yeah. Um, bad attitude will lead to long-term mental health issues, I think. Um, not mental illness, but mental health. I think if you have a victim mentality, if you think the world's out to get you, I promise 99 times out of 100, the world isn't out to get you and you're not a victim. You're the issue and it's your attitude that's causing it. Mm-hmm. There are parts of your attitude. It's not to say you're not a good person. It's not to say that you don't have a ton of potential. But that differentiation is really important to me. I think I'd never ever want to see anything being used as a crutch. And I think a lot of people think that using mental illness or mental health as a, as a crutch because their attitude's bad. Attitude can be well, changed. Well, I, I would stop and say, I think mental illness could, I mean, that's obviously yeah. a very serious one. Like that's a, that's a literal disorder. Yeah, if it's legitimate. Well, il- illness is usually, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty legit. Diagnosed, yeah. yeah. Like that's legitimate. The health side, mm-hmm. again, is a temporary thing. I would say. Yeah. But just to differentiate that. So there's um just to, just to stay on this and like I said, the, the whole attitude of gratitude thing. I know that it can be really cheesy. Zig Ziglar. I like some of his stuff. Zig Ziglar quite often used to say, "Attitude, or sorry, bathing doesn't last. Neither does motivation." That's why mm-hmm. we talk. That's why we do both daily. Mm-hmm. So I've often said that motivation is temporary as well. You and I have yep. argued about yep. it. When you're not you, starting your day, ending your day, or having anything in between that will truly motivate you, that will even if it's just reading something once a day that is positive, it's going to lead to gratitude. It's going to lead to an attitude adjustment, and that's where I'm going with it. I don't want to say that people are necessarily abusing the stigma or anything but I do know that it's a thing and that people want to blame issues that aren't, aren't well I think people them. will look for an out if they're given one mm-hmm. right to when things get hard right so when it struggles oh god this is hard ah it's not because of anything that I did it's nothing that I did that why it's hard so I you know I can't fix it right mm-hmm. it's that idea it's like when you actually own something then you are you, you're given the chance to fix it, right? And you, and you can make it change. You're no longer that victim because you're now in the driver's seat and you get to determine the direction that you're going to go and the accomplishments that you're going to achieve. So, yeah, 100% agree. I'm interested to know about this disagreement that we had because I would say motivation is temporary. So, 
It was a while back. I'd have to go back and listen. Yeah, to it. I was like, ah. The... You and I got into it a little bit. It was on this podcast. We got yeah, into I know. That's why I'm wondering. Bit. I was like, because um, I would say 100% that motivation is temporary. Yeah. And maybe I didn't back then. I but. think it was just how we discussed it. We argued. But it was a positive argument. It wasn't like, you're it's wrong always and positive. I'm right. It was just that, you know, we came at it from different angles. And, and I might have said it differently from motivation was temporary, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll need to find it. Yeah, now I'm interested to know. Because that's, I mean, motivation ties in with the mental health thing. So it's kind of interesting, right? It's like, even with back to that seasonal affective disorder, it's like I am less motivated in February than I am in July. Mm -hmm. Purely because it's cold and gray (laughs) versus sunny and 80. Yeah, It's like it's easier to get up in the morning when the sun is shining. Well, you do motivation daily, right? So whether it's a quote from me or... I don't know what you do for motivation. You've got your your revision board, and mm-hmm. so everybody needs something every day that motivates them. But it shouldn't be what they rely on because if you rely, to, if you wait until you're motivated to go to the gym, you don't go. If you wait till you're motivated to eat better, you don't do it. You're motivated about four times a year to do those things. What and this comes back to the very first thing I said here is that you, the best way to deal is to make habitual changes. What are your habits? Do you wake up in the morning and switch on the TV and sit for half an hour before you get in the shower rather than going for a walk or a run or going to the gym? You know, it sounds really simple, but your your mindset and your physi- physiology are going to change if you do the, the latter as opposed to the primary, right? You don't ever, you can't leave a void. So that, again, mental health for me is that you can be somewhat mentally healthy but still have major negative things in your life mm, oh yeah. or you can have major good things in your life and be mentally healthy or unhealthy mm-hmm. so think about it as building a structure you've got building blocks right think about jenga you pull one out you have to put it on balance somewhere else right mm-hmm. you've got these building blocks you can't take a negative habit away without replacing it with a positive habit do you think it's like a, like a zero-sum game of sorts? What's that? A zero-sum game of sorts, at least? Yeah. So, uh, we're not working off of those anymore. Ben just tried to look at my notes on the iPad. Well, I'm also just trying to look at your iPad. <laughs> oh. Um, so, we, uh, we have to replace habits. So, it's one of the reasons that if you stop smoking yeah. and start chewing gum, you associate yeah. smoking with chewing gum and well, you're probably going to chew gum the rest of your life but you replaced it with something positive I started drinking LaCroix when I found out I was drinking a beer almost every night Yeah, it's like oh I'm going to drink some sparkling water versus or beer or 30 minutes watching news in the morning or 30 minutes walking the dog in the morning what's going to be more beneficial to you right so you take away negative habits but you don't just leave a void if you leave a void you end up just with a hole eventually when you take all the negative habits away you have yeah. to replace with positivity that's good advice and it's the same mentally I'm going to send like Ken Coleman right now mm, that's good mm, that's <laughs> so good. mentally you can't just purge all the all the negative yeah you have to replace it with positive yeah. thoughts you have to replace it with positive actions so yeah I like it no it's good stuff and it's I didn't true. get that anywhere that's just a personal belief I know and I, it's a good belief you said something good thank you it doesn't always happen but you did it happens from time to time time to time does that Every, mean I'm done for the year uh, yep <laughs> <laughs> O two E twenty twenty, welcome and goodbye. <laughs> yeah, so I think one of the one yeah of we the, said we were going to change how often we record once a year. <laughs> one of the uh, major takeaways that I want from this year is that 
I want to have some people from the mental health profession, yeah. if you like. Not, Maybe next door. Yeah, you know, people that can come in and talk to us about habits, beliefs, how to address these things beyond just because last year was very physical for us, right? We focused on gyms, we focused on trainers, we focused on people that could come in and talk to us about nutrition and so, and we had some leadership in between. But as well as the leadership stuff for us, I think we're really going to focus on habituals, or sorry, habitual um, actions on a day to day basis, on a weekly, monthly basis. What are the leaders that we're going to lean on to make this a successful podcast? Yeah. What are they doing? to address mental health what are they doing habitually to be better what are they and i think that's going to lean on this a lot and, and just really complement it well. yeah i've actually been thinking as of late about uh, one of my colleagues hired a, that psychologist coach that i was talking about so kind of like life coach business coach mm-hmm. all of the above and i've actually been thinking about so this might be interesting uh hiring somebody like that as well mm-hmm. to just to talk through work and uh, i mean I always tell people it's like the one thing I underestimated about working in finance is the emotional toll that it takes on you too. It's like, cause you're dealing in the most intimate areas of people's lives. <laughs> so the good, the bad end and everything in between. Right. So it's like, so maybe that's something I'll look into a little more to see. It's like, cause it would be interesting and I don't need to necessarily share everything that I talk about with this guy, No, but um, some of the stuff that we talk about and, and, and breakthroughs maybe even that, you yeah. know, or if or not, whatever comes out of it. I'm a huge believer in hiring a coach in anything you're deficient in. And if you feel like that's something that's going to help you, I support it 100%. I would say that your selection process would be very interesting because I think in order for you to feel like you're going to get something out of life coaching, you're going to have to find someone who is um, successful. And success is defined in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I do think there's a lot of charlatans out there claiming to be life coaches oh, yeah. on Instagram. and yeah. You know, it's like, Okay, so you're regurgitating stuff from a David. Well, and I'm—I mean, I realize that I'm judgmental. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, if it's somebody who's like, I'm not gonna be yeah. judgy on the podcast, but you get what I'm saying. Like, if it's somebody that doesn't seem successful to yeah, me, that's what I'm, saying. I'm probably not gonna yeah. respect them. Just don't work with yeah. a charlatan. Yeah. Um, and for the record, I'm gonna go on the record and say this, and this is not getting cut. Judgmental is okay in certain scenarios. Yeah, I'm depends. not saying you walk down the street and think you're better than people. But you always want to judge the people that you're going to pay money for for a professional service. Yeah. Judge them top to bottom. Are they successful? I guess the, I, what I would hope is yeah. that I just at least give them the opportunity to show me mm-hmm. versus me just judging them purely on aesthetics. But well, I, I know that I do yeah. it based off of aesthetics a lot of times. I think, I think everybody does. Yeah. You, I mean, I know. I'm just saying, I think that it's something <laughs> we do. And it's a flaw of mine. I'm acknowledging it. This comes back to uh, how many people judge me on how I dress on a day to day basis. And I don't dress badly. Certainly don't dress, dress casual. I dress casual. I take business casual to a whole new level. A lot of people are pleasantly surprised when they realize that I'm A, professional, and B, good at what I do. So yeah, everybody judges on the outside. I think just, you just have to be good enough at what you do to get past that if you are truly good at it. Yeah. And I would, I, I try not to do it, but I judge everybody based on first impression. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, I think it's just something that's innate for the most part within us. But I mean, there's certain people that are certainly, uh, certain people that are certainly, certain people that are just better mm-hmm. <laughs> than us that don't do that, right? They just see into the human heart and the people and they that's what they see, whereas we're a little more yeah, judgy. Again, you've seen judgy like it's a bad thing. If I'm walking down mm. the street and I think... It, I think I it can to... be a bad thing. Yeah, it can be. I don't think yeah. either one of us are at the point where 
we judge people in a super negative way like that. No. You know, for me, I would hope not. At least. It's a series of judgment calls on a day to day basis. I mean, I'm sure and people would say otherwise, but a lot of times you have to figure out if your time is worth what people are, are wanting it for, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you set up a 30 minute coffee date instead of an hour coffee date with somebody that's reached out to say, hey, can we talk? Because you've already done your background and you're like, uh, I don't know that there's any any way for us to work together, but I'll still give you some time and see if maybe I'm wrong. And yeah. that's the kind of judgment I'm talking about as opposed to, you know, if a business leader mm. reaches out yeah. and says, hey, I want to sit down, you're like, all right, I'm going to make two hours for this lunch on the off chance that he has a lot of insight and yeah. I can yeah, yeah. get more from oh, it. Okay, so yeah. I'm talking about, I think we just, again... I'm talking about walking down the street and seeing somebody and assuming something about them. You can never switch that off. Everybody I know, does. that's what I'm saying. It's an innate it doesn't thing. Mean it's that hard. It, that you you act on it or adjust how you treat them. What is it, that tagline, perception is reality, right? Yeah. So... So, but I'm excited for 2020, excited for some of the things that we have in you know, mm-hmm. in store and some of the people that we're going to record with coming up here in a little bit. Yeah. So it should be fun. Uh, we've got two people lined up in particular, not necessarily going to be 100% leadership focused, but we'll be, we'll be fun. Steve, look at me like, who are the two? I know the one. You we know just confirmed it today. Who's, who's the other the one for next on the, oh, you better not be saying you're going to be out of town. Even if I am, you can still record here with them and I can record remotely with you. It's technology, it be dude. on the 13th. Oh, I do know who it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Had a brain fart. Yeah, I was like, you've been set for months, so... <laughs> Absolute brain fart. I do want to thank everybody again for 2019 and say, if you have not liked us or reviewed us, we would Please. love you to do it. It doesn't take long to do. It doesn't have to be positive. We're going to have really. a lot of good things coming up. Um... And do you have anything you want to say before we're done for the day here, Ben? I don't, other than just, I mean, thanks for listening. All right. So before we go, I want to say, if you Enjoy are this down, if you do feel like you're you're not where you need to be mentally, reach out to us or someone and just say, hey, can we talk? And guess what? Just by getting it off your chest sometimes, you realize that it's going to give you that gratitude. It's going to be like, oh, now that I say it out loud, it's not as bad as I thought yeah. it was. Or maybe it is and someone can help you. But either way... Get out of your funk. It all starts with a discussion. It all starts with being brave enough to say, hey, I'm going to address this. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess what? It's not as uncommon as you think. Nope. Everybody's going through shit. Everybody's got stuff going on. And that's okay. And well, it's okay get out, not to be okay. Go for a walk. Yep. Put it in context. Meditate a little bit. Stop. Sit on a park bench for five minutes and mm-hmm. just... Focus on your breathing like Stephen has shared. Eat something healthy. Eat a carrot. <laughs> Helps your eyes, too. It's 2020, man. <laughs> You're going to just keep going with that, right? That actually just came naturally. Okay. It's just the dad joke thing now. It All just right. comes naturally. Well, we're going to cut Ben off with his dad jokes because he's truly a dad now. Um, and until I the have next been time, for two years. But until yeah. the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom.
nah, nah.